due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cinephiles. I'm Totsky. I'm Steve. I'm Ish. I'm Tito. Mike. Yes, Mike. Uh, Mike Jones, welcome to the dining room table, sir. Popping that first chair, time. right? First time, yes. I dig it. I dig it. No, it's, right it's on, It's a nice man. oak table. Well, and, and we all, I mean... <laughs> the old Hillier table. We literally <laughs> just came up the hill from the, the film that we're cinephilesing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we all yeah, watched Suicide Squad together. That's right. And we want to get right into it because I think everyone's just bursting at the seams. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's hotly anticipated. A lot of eyes on it, especially after uh, yeah, exactly. Especially after Batman vs Superman, and just recently the Ultimate Cut came out, so that just had a resurgence of people bitching about it. And the press, <laughs> and the press reviews came out for this. Film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the embargo. Like, the critics say no. You must, but still, our you hearts must still say go. yes. <laughs> the, uh, I don't know. Yes. I, I was shocked to see the the, the negative reviews that this got yes. starting Monday because, like, right off the hop, uh, I, yeah. And that's what I wanted to touch on too is I got to see like the very first trailer in Hall H and Comic Con last year, and it's pretty really? cool to like see yeah, the final. Yeah. Thanks for telling us about it. it was, thanks for telling us yeah. that it was really easy to get in, it w- and that we could. <laughs> it was really easy because gone. it was one person. And I'm like, yeah. I'll just scour up to the frontier thanks. and sit next to this. Like, Mexican hey, we did family that's for, been here for like four days. We did the same thing for Hunger Games and we didn't tell anybody. So. <laughs> no one else cared about Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence, though. And then, su- and then su- surprise Conan. For like Hawkeye, and it's like defending the fucking society. It's what it is, right? We got nothing to complain about, though. After Suicide Squad, though? Chick Hawkeye and like Thor Jr. hooking up? No. Yeah, no. gross <laughs> oversimplification. And cue the Katniss Everdeen fangirl rage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. About I am outraged. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's good to see the final product after seeing the first trailer. Uh, yeah, uh, and, I was shocked. Uh, Monday rolled around. Press re- uh, the press reviews came out, and uh, I think everyone was kind of shocked. Well, it's like, oh know, my god, they can't they can't afford another loss. The, they really the can't. The news line said Dewey wins by a landslide. <laughs> But no, it's uh, it's really interesting because a lot of the same familiar doubt was happening with uh, when Batman vs Superman reviews were st- official reviews were starting to come in. People were very mixed, and it was like, oh shit! And then people saw the movie, and it was like, oh shit! And, and, <laughs> and that same familiar feeling was happening with this movie. And uh, it, yeah, I gotta say it. it like I, a lot, some people were posting saying like, I don't know what the reviews are talking about, and I have to agree with them after after watching it. Actually. Yeah, well, and. A lot. It's funny because I saw somebody post uh, and they hit the nail on the head. They're like, "Everybody's telling you that Suicide Squad sucks, and only a handful of them have actually watched it." So you know, yeah. grain of salt, guys. Grain also, of salt. Really? Is that like, like you're, you mean to tell me that's <laughs> you, you got to be serious? That someone on the internet actually give an opinion without actually looking at the source material? What? No way. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, right? I know, right? But still, I mean, like it's the, in this case, it's how much. Yeah. Like, there's just masses of people who have like commented, and you're like. Are are you are you a journalist? Are you are you a review? Are you a professional reviewer? Oh, Did you get to go Buzz check Street it out? Like, <laughs> well, 
Let's, oh, that that BuzzFeed bitch doesn't know what she's talking. Let's about. break it down. <laughs> Let's break it down a bit because there's there's the movie I want to discuss, and I also want to discuss some of the comments I heard at the very uh, at the very end by some of the people. Give me one second. What? Good job. There we go. That was bugging me. Um, nice and prepared. There we go. <laughs> yeah, very much. So, um, let's break it down a little bit. So, I thought uh, definitely like it was rocky at the start. I yeah. think, um, well, namely like, because of our shit fucking theater and the three D wasn't working. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. And that okay, drove me fucking the, nuts. The one scene that you want. To be per- the introduction of Harley 3D. Quinn, yeah, with Margot Robbie, with in her Margot underwear, Robbie in her underwear, all twisty, twirly around. I had to leave the theater and ask them to turn the you did, didn't you? Three yeah. D on, <laughs> and I'm Sorry, like, man. you guys just did the Suncor screening last night. Like, you guys didn't, you don't, you don't know. <laughs> you gotta, but I mean, they they turned it on right away. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it was a big deal because you paid good money for that shit. No, and this, I, well, this is I point. think they should have restarted it because it was only five minutes in. Damn right. And like, man, restart it. Those five minutes because I was waiting in line for popcorn. Yeah. so it would have been great. For me, if they would have they should just restarted it. I don't I, know why. I missed anything First major other than When did you walk in? Comic as, as the 3D, literally, it got like, the second idea. You literally Pretty missed just Welcome to Bell Reeve. Bell Reeve, yeah, Bell Reeve. And um, what I was hoping to see, I thought, though. I thought it, it read Be- Blackgate. No, it's Bell Reeve. Okay. Because uh, Bell Reeve is where the metahumans go. Oh. Um, I thought those were Arkham. I thought they all went to Arkham. No, no, no Arkham's for the criminally Arkham's insane. And Joker doesn't technically have any superpowers, he's not a metahuman. Neither does Harley. He's just criminally. Harley doesn't have superpowers either. Mm. Um, that's it. It just went down to the star of my books. <laughs> um, but uh, just like before we actually get into the like meat of it, the like one thing that people are focusing on the most, I would say, is yeah. the Harley Quinn and Joker dynamic. Mm. And uh, and there was a lot of hate going on and a lot of eyes on it. And and one thing that I want to like let people know is that like there's a lot of material to get into there. There's so much to cover and like you do have to do it properly. You do have to do it nuanced, Mm -hmm. but this isn't the Harley Quinn and Joker movie though. This is the Suicide Squad movie. So you get some of that in there, but that's not the whole driving force of the movie. We we got a taste. Yeah. It was good. It was very smooth. It wants me wanting more. Exactly. Exactly. I got that taste in my mouth and I do want more. The mad love scene, I'm just like, uh, I was was really concerned. They did a good job of the fan service too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they did. I was really concerned. so much fan service with those booty shorts. (laughs) (laughs) I got a note on that one, but go ahead. Yeah, I was really concerned going in that they were going to try and do Assault on Arkham Harley where she and the Joker have had a massive falling out and I'm like how are they going to have how are they going to introduce the fact that they were in love and now they've fallen out and there's something going on some other way but they actually did it really well like I'm super glad that the love story's kind of like still happening in this movie that's one but like, thing is clearly not a love story though but no well, actually no. I gotta disagree with that I was actually going back to Ash's point there is like these two are as psychotic as they are very much in love in this movie it's not a one relationship no 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 I totally disagree she, uh, did you see that part where he abandoned her and left her to drown no, no it was because it, it was because the helicopter got hit no, no, no I mean, I mean, in the car. How Harley got when he car. drove into the river? She's oh, like, Batman I can't man. swim. And then when Batman saves her, there's no Joker. Fair, fair point. But fuck uh, that love shit. <laughs> He's using her. Yeah. The the okay. So he, hear me out. So um, the way I view the movie, <laughs> <laughs> the right way. Well, no, she stayed be- uh, the way I the way I interpreted was she stayed behind to basically because she was she was conscious. It wasn't that she oh she passed out in in the uh, she was faking that she was unconscious so she could get a swipe at Batman and my my, impre- my interpretation of that was I'm gonna let Joker get away 
and uh, make a make a move at Batman. No, that's not what I saw. No, I, I figured she just kind of came to and was just swiping this to for like. I don't think so. It was it was so like was so he, 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 Yeah, it was like it was like he's coming up to her and then just like ah, and then he just punched he, her in the he face. Touches her first though. He's like, sweetheart, I want to I want to share with you the love of what it feels like to punch. <laughs> Fucking Batman in the face! Yeah. I want you to feel that. Yeah. Stay behind. You'll, You'll have the opportunty. Can, can we, can we just like, comment for a second on that Doom type scene? Thought, let me, this is let, a Gideon. Let me finish my, my thought on this right. first. So, so I mean, it's obviously like a toxic relationship, but I think it's really important to note Literally. the fact that Literally. yeah, it, it's it's important to note the but fact I'm... that like it's important to establish that first before we get that full betrayal. Yeah, she's under that assumption that it's a it's a two way street, and that's the interesting fact. Of the of the entire story is that um, like one of the best scenes I thought was was the the scene in the strip club or the club or whatever where it was a weird way that they were flirting in the yeah. fact that they were basically using this one guy as a prop between them yeah. where he where Joker's yeah. like you now belong to this guy that was and a really then, cool scene and then she and then uh, and the guy's like I don't want any trouble and she's like what I'm not good enough for you and then they both turn on him yeah. and I'm like oh this is how they fucking this is how they do foreplay yeah, they, yeah totally <laughs> totally that's them getting each other revved up yeah, yeah. I thought that was really well done but um, but I I think that uh, there's gonna be some people that outcry like and I think wrongfully so about that whole relationship because like you said they, uh, there will be people that perceive it as like a loving relationship and it's so to me they, I think they captured it perfectly in so much as they could show because it's not the Harley Quinn and Joker movie right it's Suicide Squad there's so many other characters and they kind of balanced it well it's is that, um, a toxic relationship well no it's, is that like she is completely infatuated and, and like brainwashed to, to like do anything for him basically like and and even as strong as she is she, she that will be like a, a failing point that'll be like um I can hear you guys like all like no no I, no I got a point and I'm like no, don't forget it Todd don't forget it Todd yeah, okay, don't forget hold, it, Todd. On, hold it on to it but the Joker though like it was so clear to me that it showed that it's it's not a love thing it's a power thing and a control thing because when he has her she's expendable she can like he she he she can be abandoned she can be the wall that he throws up between him and Batman or whatever like he, he she can be the smoke screen she can be expendable and used but then when he doesn't have her. Then he obsesses over it, yeah, right? Like exactly. it's just like I can't have her now. I want it now. I'm gonna spoilers blow a hole in the wall of Bell Reeve. You know what I mean? Get and someone and else has her. Yeah. I love how we're, t- we're, we're jealous boyfriend. I love how we're yeah exactly. Like I love how we're it's kicking t- off so with, this co- with this topic because that's when uh, Mike's girlfriend Amanda, as we were leaving, she I'm like, what do you guys think? And she was saying she's like, well, I got a real problem with how they sexualized how they sexualized Harley Quinn and how they were on, like the abusive relationship was on display well, and I, I wanted I'm like can you please come over a podcast because I think this this might be a whole other episode of doing this stuff because we've been talking about the sexualization like, of Harley there, Quinn there's nothing wrong with sexualization in and of itself but I think that's part of her arc one, one of the she even knew it towards the end so, like to me the, I just want to comment on this one because it goes right into your point of that scene at the very end with the helicopter where she was on the hood of that car with the rain and she was down and out and then all of a sudden she saw them and then she's like oh fuck I gotta put on the act again yeah like I think this is very calculated that was very to the point right mm-hmm. no, so Harley Quinn isn't as theme. insane as people are talking from about from a thematic uh, standpoint well here's the thing I think they kind of jokerized her a bit too right like but from a from a thematic that's uh, some new 52 the, influence yeah going from a, from the from uh, Steve's original point about the car, uh, the car scene it like I would I would almost agree with you except for the fact that when it goes be- when it gets to the helicopter scene the same it's it's almost like the same instance happens right where where the Joker uh, has a choice of leaving her and saving his own hide mm-hmm. and and like it you, you 
I, I, I want to say it was accidental that she fell out of the, the helicopter, but it could almost be interpreted like he pushed her out. Yeah. So that so the, the, that's why I have a hard time believing that he would abandon her in the vehicle. And without actually seeing a scene where he basically has the ability to save her in the car and then left her behind, I can only surmise that she stayed behind because of the actions that happened in the scene. That's all I'm getting at is I feel that, you, that one could interpret it as the Joker leaving her behind because he wasn't there. But her actions... Like everybody should, actually. You know what I mean? Because that's what happened. He wasn't there. He, he wasn't there. He left her. Three times in the film. Okay, go on. So he left her behind in the car. <laughs> what do you mean, okay. go on? He left her behind at the vet. Wrong. And then changed not. his fucking he did not. mind. Exactly. And yeah. that's the point I'm trying to make. But he almost... Is the fact that... He, it's very interesting how they Wait, how that scene plays fuck. out in the middle of our fucking point. Mm-hmm. But, but but that's the whole point. Like he could have left her behind, and the movie makes this makes a point of showing that he could have left her behind, and then he chose to turn around. And no, but her. but the dialogue though, it's all ego driven. He oh, said, no. you, "Will you die for me? Oh, that's too easy. I'm, You'll live for me." Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that that it's a healthy relationship in any way. Like, he's definitely he's definitely seeing her as an object, right? It's not like. It's like, don't break my toy type mentality, right? But they are romanticizing it in this movie. I still think he Gideon Graves, true. Mike, what do you think? You just know that there's going to be a bunch of, well, maybe teenage girls on Tumblr saying, I want someone to love me like Joker loves (laughs) 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 Arlene. Of course, no. But like like Tito said, they already are. This movie's not going to change that because that's already going on. Maybe maybe, uh, from a filmmaking perspective, they wanted that. They wanted it to look gray so that that way it could be interpreted either way by the viewer. And and later down the line when (laughs) Joker really fucks her up and shows her the pile of Harleys that he's left behind. What Seeing Suicide Squad just solidified that I think a Joker Harley movie is is like fucking sold. Like I think everyone would mm-hmm. see that. I think it's yeah. a given. That ticket's already Ma- sold. Make it me. a mad love. Make it a con- like a mixture of the whole thing because I we got just a taste of it and I I wanted more. So what you, that was the this, strongest part this of it. Sets up a mad love arc. Yeah, because the idea is that if they you introduce it as a as a weird uh, romanticized relationship and then deconstruct that further. Yeah. Then that's where you get those deep cuts where it really hurts, right? Because that, like, as much as a, a, a wicked point of the movie that was, it was also one of my uh, contentious points because they were flying through those fucking origins. Yeah, uh, yep. rightfully oh, yeah. so, maybe, but I, I, like, it was just go, go, yeah. go, go, go. Yeah. Right? I've never seen a movie bullet like points, this where right. the most movies will. Have yeah, it's bullet points. It's literally, literally, it was coming on the screen. screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Movies will often have a strong start and a weak end. This movie has such a weak start and I mean that in the sense that like the first act is like a big music video down to the track listing <laughs> and then the movie comes to a screeching halt in the bar scene and then it gets room to breathe and suddenly we start caring about these characters and it actually str- ends very strongly oh like to me that's yeah. where I fell in love with Deadshot like, those it, letters like, did it for me oh, yeah. what, I, what I really would have yeah the letters and everything yeah the, the humanization and stuff mm-hmm. what I really would have liked to have seen is I didn't mind so much the the, the sort of title sequence bullet point introduction of most of the oh, Suicide Squad characters yeah. it's just I would have done like I think that if you're going to use that that device uh, smack them together like one after another after another after another and then show us the title card mm. and then get into the meat and potatoes yeah. right instead of like here's a character we're gonna get to know them for five minutes and then just as you're getting interested poof, we got another one to introduce because we got ten of them yeah. you know and what I mean some of them only get 30 seconds yeah oh man poor Slipknot oh, right it wasn't balanced <laughs> fucking Slipknot <laughs> he's a croc he's a, he's actually a uh, Slipknot you're right that was a fucking write off like, like, I, 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 I wish I, I wouldn't have like, named him so it would have been even funny you know what I mean like he's just a 
on absolute nobody. Yeah, but there's play. some guy that's joined the team. We don't even like Rick Flags. We don't even need to know his name. There's like, a moment when they show you all the inmates. He's the red shirt. The, the inmates of the of the Suicide Squad, and then his picture's in there. And I'm like, what? He didn't get an introduction sequence. Like <laughs> we saw all the other ones with their names emboldened and like the bullet point list of like what makes them tick and some personality and stuff, you know, so, mixed into it. And then pop. <laughs> gone <laughs> so let, let's talk about the the squad right like okay captain boomerang probably has the biggest surprise in the movie in the fact that there's a flash cameo because he is a flash villain love yeah. it yeah. that's why he's in bell reef yeah. yeah he calls him the red streak eh yeah yeah he didn't call i don't him think he was in bell reef i think they brought him from somewhere else didn't they because he was in oh, well, well yeah that's right yeah, yeah. He maybe he wasn't in bell reef but still city for all we know yeah, right? yeah. but as soon as because tito even said you, we, you chuckled and you're like he's a flash villain all of a sudden it was fucking boom i thought they nailed it that was a good not yeah um I'm so a uh, really good character in the sense that out of all of them i think he's really uh out of all the squad he's probably the most career criminal out of all mm-hmm. of them where he's just like yeah i'm, I'm a bank robber <laughs> i expected him to be like a slipknot and have like nothing nothing really much to say or anything like that but he was actually pretty good like discount tom hardy state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, what was tom hardy's role was it boomerang i'm, I'm positive it was, sure it was flag I thought it was Boomerang. I thought it was Flag. It's one of the two for sure. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was Flag, and that was where the two were. If I were betting man, I'd say it was Captain Boomerang. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to look it up, but we got to remember, like, this thing, like, this movie started off with the trauma when Tom Hardy, like, was yeah. the rumor of, well, I'm not sharing my screen time with Will Smith, which why it leads to believe it's fucking Rick Flag, right? Yeah, well, he would have been a big name to bring on board, right? Man, it would have been amazing if he was... Like, if he was Rick Flag, you gotta put like, those egos away, man. So, yeah, I feel like that was a big mistake. Like, yeah, it was Rick hard to be a fucking dick, I bet. He was a cool, fucking we won't know the truth. So, but. Yeah. Speaking of, of, of Rick Flag, so we've got Rick Flag and we've got the Enchantress, whose who's, uh, stories are in June Moon. Right? Okay, we want to talk about sexualization for a second. I was fucking really turned on by June Moon, like, seriously, <laughs> totally, man. like, more so than Harley. Her, like, weird, like, mid- that weird midnight dancing, dancing like, oh, while she's <laughs> talking to them, but still working I'm her like, mojo. I'm like, air, just hold their chocolate. Hold that shot for me. Maybe maybe we're watching two different movies, but the way I interpreted it was because she's an old soul in a young body, right? I, I interpreted the movements of that of an old woman. Like I thought, that's what like I, I, I thought it was like, like, well, 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 some of them, some of them, some of them. Yeah. But like when she was working, the mojo is more like a dance. Yeah, yeah. And some people yeah. just want to fuck old women, Tito. That's just yeah. something you got to realize. <laughs> Guess what? You are a Gmail. Something. It, what, what I found interesting is I, I wasn't going to like the big thing that I, we we had talked about ahead of time was the fact that I. I I'm like, okay, the Joker is going to steal the show, right? Like, mm-hmm. and to an extent, he did. Like, he stole know, scenes. There, there were talk. There were talk yeah. about like, oh, he's only going to show up in flashbacks. Not the case. I was but, really, <laughs> he wasn't really the big bad either. So. I was really terrified. I wouldn't want to still climb but Jared def- later like a tree. But I still. <laughs> but that maintains. He definitely got in the way. Yeah. He definitely got in the way a couple of times. But the thing was, the Enchantress. I thought she served really well at, uh, both as as the big bad. Uh, almost kind of like a Loki character, honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. and uh, more so uh, something big. If they keep going with this theme, is they've they've introduced magic on a large scale into the DC cinematic universe. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah. cool to see like a really big female villain too. Like because you don't you don't get a lot of like, yeah. Fuck, scary so female villains. What, what was yeah. she? What was she calling her brother? Was her brother's name Shabalba? Like was that? No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm not quite sure. It was just some random black guy in a bathroom, wasn't it? Well, well yeah, that was, that, that was the host. Yeah, no, but I was, <laughs> did I miss Destroyer Electro? Was, was that, did I miss anything, or is she literally just a random bathroom black? Yeah, no, that was just okay. yeah. She just the path, path of least resistance, just like first opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, totally. Um, the way they handled her magic, like uh, like the first time they introduced her, the way that the the other hand came in and flipped her, flipped the hand. That was really cool storytelling. Mm. 
Um, just really, yeah, just that really whole well, yeah, really well thing. handled in the fact that the enchantress was kind of she had her own kind of scheme going and everything, mm-hmm. which was really cool. I, I thought it was, and plus, like all this, like they touch on mythology that that you don't really get into it, but like you're just like, oh, I want to know more. Like, like the humans used to worship us as gods. I'm like, I want to know what this is about. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like yeah. show us that. Good, like, that wasn't in the bullet points. Based on like the statues and and stuff, like I wonder if maybe it was like Aztec Maya. Kind of, yeah. kind of stuff. Well, definitely not Aztec yeah. because that's where El Diablo uh, comes from. You could tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if yeah. he was speaking they, the language, but it was like, um, mm-hmm. I mean, that uh, that wasn't the only like Mesoamerican that's like point. like yeah, society, no, right? Sorry, and those were the only. Two. Well, no, totally, but it totally felt like there was like uh, the, like you said, Diablo had that like Aztec yeah. sort yeah. of visage when he kind of went full blown, yeah. uh, and it made me think that like maybe he's like possessed with like the spirit oh, or something he, he is. too, In the right? Comics, he's, he's possessed by a, uh, an Aztec demon. Yeah. Oh, um, that's what it is? Because they didn't so, really like, to his he origins. I'm like, toe-to-toe in- with the warlock from well, way back when? That was awesome. Because <laughs> uh, I'm like, is he an X-Men? Like, literally. Like, well, no, that's, they, they didn't yeah, really talk to him at all. Like, right? What kind of Pokemon is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny, too, because I was like, I was looking at some, like, because, of course, working in the comic shop, I get a lot of imagery of, like, um, like characters and stuff before the movies come out. And I saw this, like, Enchantress, like, the pop figure, I think it was. And, and her action figures and I was like oh man she would be totally sick to cosplay and then I saw her on screen and I was like nope 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 come on we can do the smoke not, effect in no, the back no I'm not recreating that shit man that's <laughs> some scary voodoo <laughs> oh, there you go yeah, um, Mike go into uh, some of your thoughts on like the first uh, first couple acts before we talk about this finale here well, you know what I what struck me as interesting first was like the soundtrack. I mean, yeah. especially as, as Steve mentioned, it was basically like a music video. I mean, they had like certain songs picked out for each character to a point where they actually went identical to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it, was, it was. I was like, I was waiting for them to introduce a mixtape at some point. <laughs> yeah. in, in case Why are you playing all the seventies yeah. and eighties music? Yeah. Yeah. Great. This, this is our Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and actually, that's what actually like the music. The soundtrack was definitely used to save the first act. You can tell, like the first, like act, the first act is really jumbled, along and, and, and 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 you gotta like really like get some glue to tie it together for people to really swallow that pill. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was it, that was the music. If you pay attention, it's it's almost back to back cuts for the first half hour. Yeah, like there's almost yeah. no like there's no thirty second period without music and it's yeah. not score either it's rock songs it's all songs then the yeah. score takes over after the second yeah exactly some yeah. of the cuts were brutal though like they were it was they jumbled were, they, like the first the first act for sure like there were so many times where you see like a like two frame flash of something is what it felt like like the, a, a couple dick. of like just the dick no, <laughs> no, like, no like a couple of like reaction shots of like you know when she's meeting with those guys or whatever there was like one like one particular frame that like I didn't even catch what was in and, it. And like they put entire paragraphs we were sitting pretty close. Yeah, they were, for, yeah, they were for like, characters I'm like like the editor was like, Oh, they're gonna pause it on D V D later on anyway. Yeah, but knowing were, comic book were, fans, he's right. Was, yeah, there was something really interesting that came up for Harley though. And I didn't finish reading it, but it was it, it said something 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 Robin, and then Robin got crossed out, and I was like, "Oh, what is that?" I, I missed, yeah, that. yeah, I missed oh. that too. Screen cap, screen cap. Yeah. Well, that's a good. Well, I'm, I'm sure it'll be well, on was, uh, coming soon. There was a joke hidden in, in one. Of, I can't remember whose it was. It might have been Crocs or something. But there was a joke where in the last line, and I heard enough people laugh that people were reading fast enough to get to it because I oh, I'm a it, fast reader. It was, I got to it, and I was like, I wonder if anyone's even going to see that. It, it was Rick Flag. 
Yeah. Uh, it was something as golf is a handicap oh, yeah. three, yeah, and then yeah, they yeah, made the sound. Sure. All you can hear is the cook. Get to that yeah. time or not? Because there was enough. The, okay, so we um, El Diablo, of course, another uh, uh, tied to magic. I liked his. I liked his. Art. I was really surprised yeah. how much story background they gave him and mm. how he kind of almost yeah. becomes like. He becomes the, the Jiminy Cricket for the third act. Yeah, he does. He, yeah. he pulls them out of the the stupor. He's yeah. He's yeah. the winger. He's Colson. <laughs> he, he's, he's he's Colson Human Torch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colson Human Torch. Yeah, he's we, those two characters mixed amazing. together. Yeah. The, uh, can we talk about Croc and his six lines that he nailed perfectly? Oh, so good. <laughs> I'm so glad that he was mostly grunting and then like he'd just drop an awesome line. My favorite, obviously, it's gonna be everybody's favorite line from him. He's like, Nah, I'm, I'm beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I really. Me, shorty. I'm like, I yeah. Like I like her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like her. No, Croc was good just for I just, being there. Some of the lines are just so ridiculous, though, where he's just, <laughs> it's just like, like pretty much, um, it, you know, he's talking about, he's like, I, I go, I live underground or whatever. But like, for me, like, I watched that and again, I interpreted it. I'm like, don't worry, guys. I'm already a piece of shit. I'll go do the shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> well, like that that scene confused me a little bit because the all like it was it was, was Croc and like moment. three dudes going to do a thing, and then just as they're about to get there, uh, like did Croc attack them? No, the or faceless. They, I was waiting us. for Croc to attack him, but it was the faceless enemy. It was oh, it was it was, it was some of the bad. Guys. Okay, yeah. okay. Then it was that, the yeah. underwater version Croc of the bad and guys. The faceless enemies look kind of similar. They do. Exactly. Right? Did that, like, uh, I did like how they didn't do too much of those guys because I honestly was like. Oh my god! This better not be a, a whole Chitari thing. I thought they had like, too many of them. I'm so like, the foot uh, no, I thought it was, I, yeah, I thought it was just they reminded me of the Ninja Turtles that went after Star Lord. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but but um, um but yeah, get your I, hands off me, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, well, I get it. Like they needed some cannon fodder for them to fight to kind of like prove themselves. Now this is this is a probably um, goes to kind of the weakest part of the movie. In Don't my, back in away my from that mic. Was there when they when they fight the first wave of these faceless enemies? They kind of try to have this moment where they're all kind of united as yeah. a team, but they it fell short because of all the montage that came before it. Yeah. Where I'm just like. These people don't give a shit about each other. Why right. do Why do they do now? Why Why they now? <laughs> yeah, why they? It's why a good point because one thing that sticks out is is Harley's moment at the end there, where she's like, "I don't, I want to protect my family." In my head, I'm like, eh. "Already." That was. I, I guarantee there's going to be so much flack from that scene where um, Enchantress is kind of planting, uh, you know, the visions of what they want most. Yeah. But but you know they're falsified and everything. But people are just like fucking Black Widow. They're gonna twist that shit. Yeah. From, from oh, Asian she wants, wants we need to, the family wants to be happy. Baby. Exactly. And and like and Somebody like he wants a baby. But like but what that tells <laughs> me is husband. that like she but she it's, yeah. it's, it's nothing it's, to do with. It's not so much about having a kid and having a family. It's 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 she wants Joker to commit. <laughs> It, she well, wants. That's just it. She. We both nailed it. She wants with the button she pressed. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and that was her interpret. She brings up yeah. the washing machine or the dryer, like in one of her little monologues. Yeah, normal's dryer. And I perceive it as what? like I missed that one. What was yeah. it? The, the, the flashback or the the fantasy starts with her yeah. hitting the washing machine and set to normal. So she's pressing yeah, no, normal. No, no, she's something else. During dialogue, dialogue yeah. earlier, when she's giving her speech about how she, about like, how, how they never get to be yeah. normal, she's like, normal's a setting on a dryer. So then it actually becomes part of her vision. Like, oh, and, and, like, oh, and what I perceive yeah. it as is that, and they didn't explicitly say it, which I'm so thankful that they didn't, but I think it's a total situation where like that maybe is kind of what she wants, but only because she feels that she doesn't deserve it. Right. I want to say this because I want to get this uh, in too. I just have to go to the bathroom. I think. Mar- well, this one's. I want you to chime in on this one too, Steve. Uh, well, uh, give me. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
I'll so start. Let's talk, let's talk about Deadshot for a second then. All right, okay, good so enough. So Deadshot and uh, the whole plot with his I felt uh, like he was daughter. he was kind of the driving force. He was, yeah. Movie. And I was, they paid the and most he, for him. He, <laughs> I was thinking Second to Jared Leto, yeah. yeah. Well, no, with that said, yeah, as much as he was the driving force, I think they wrote him good. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, just, it, it wasn't an I am Earth or fucking uh, Will Smith. It was a good fucking you, ID you for Will Smith. That his fantasy is to be infamous. He wants to be known as the guy who killed, killed the bat. bat. Yeah, I thought that was because I'm like, oh, his fantasy is to be with his daughter, and nope, it's not. See, Matt, what movie? the fuck were you watching? I interpreted that as no, but the fantasy, the idea was. No, hold on, let me. I know what you interpreted. Either way, I interpreted was I wasn't. I was riding high. I was still with my daughter. I was getting paid. He's the one that brought me down, and I. He's the one that stopped revenge. me from my daughter, yeah. and that's so, what he wanted revenge but, for. Hear me out. All of these were false memories put in their heads by the Enchantress. She was like, I know what you guys want. Yeah, so just like, just like someone could say, you know, if, if people are criticizing the whole Harley wanting kids thing is that's not what Harley wanted. It's what the Enchantress thought Harley wanted as well. And remember, it's the it's what she thought uh, Deadshot wanted. And it comes down to Diablo again. Right. Yeah. It's like, if- this is what you want, Diablo. And then Diablo's like, no, this isn't what I want. I want to. Uh, have a penance for what I did, yeah. and that's what allows me to do it. Like yeah. if that's boom, what, I watched the movie good. No. <laughs> but if that's what Harley actually wanted too, she would have gone with Enchantress. Yeah, like she exactly. wouldn't have. She wouldn't it's have. It's a pleasant fiction. Harder. It's not what she wanted. Yeah. yeah, but I still think if if Deadshot wanted fame, they would have framed it better than what that was. Like that wasn't fame when he killed Batman. It's he no, killed Batman. But he says it himself. I killed the bat. Like he's like happy. He's like in a stupor when he says it too. Yeah, I killed the bat, as in that's the one that took me from my daughter. Mike? Uh, yeah, I, I... Thank you. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'm overanalyzing. <laughs> no, I, I don't think Tito's overanalyzing, because... Well, two to two, guess what? It comes down... <laughs> well, okay, have you read the comics? Come on. What well, well, shot in the comics... Read, 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 what is his reading? He wants comics. to be He wants to be infamous in the no, comics, No, fair enough, too. if that's what he is in the source material. And I mean, material, like you were saying, like, how Deadshot was, like, kind of the ringleader, he is in the comics, too. Right? Yeah. Oh, he isn't. Uh, my my experience was, with Deadshot so it wasn't is just a Will Smith thing. Well, yeah. that's one, no, that's no, one, no, it wasn't one just concerns, about Will Smith. Actually, I'm like, thankfully, when, when like Harley's like, oh, you're my friend too. Remember, like, are your friends gonna get these things out of us? Mm. And she's like, you're my friend too. And 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 that actually, I was like, oh man, don't make a romance between Deadshot and and Harley. I know that happens in the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need that right now. Can and someone can right someone now, answer yeah. how the fuck she got the cell phone? It's Sita. It was the security guy from the uh, from the jail that was in love with her. As, and gave her as as she was leaving. He basically gives her the. He drops yeah. the phone in her lap. She hides it. And he's like, "You're gonna t- you're gonna tell your friend about me, right? That I treated you good." And she's like, uh, "You are so screwed, right?" He's like, "What's oh, that yeah, mean?" Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because he was. Also, the I'm guy, like, "How the fuck did she get a phone?" He was, like, yeah, was the, the yeah. He was the guy with all the debt that Joker like took from. <laughs> yeah, it was an old school. Yeah, yeah. he took him from that. Apparently, she's been in that prison for a while. How'd she get that? How'd, she, how'd they get that Joker emoji on the phone too? <laughs> on that phone, yeah. No, no, no. But um, okay. Set it up for. Yeah. So um, we talked about Harley. We talked about Deadshot. We talked about. We didn't talk about Harley yet. I want to bring up more. I got one more point I want to make, but uh, let's go to Joker. The this had, to me, this was a hard. You want to talk about the three Joker theory that you brought up? Which which Joker is Leto? I think it's the fucking it's the two thousands version of the gangster uh, Nicholson Joker. It's exactly what he was. He, he was the fucking high roller dice mob boss fucking Joker. Yeah. 
he yeah, he very much seems like a ringleader type in this one. It's not he's not a Any he's Christ not an agent to, of chaos. Mm. He's yeah, very he's much a, he's got goals and all he's that. A he's got plans. Controller yeah. too, like he has a lot of control. I liked him. I liked the way he looked. Yeah, I liked the way he acted. About, about Leto's performance, like it's yeah. not going to win an Oscar. It's not. It's not no. Heath Ledger's. It just no, no, no. But yeah. it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Well, it the, for the, what the it was. problem it stands the, at its own. The, the problem isn't the the performance. The problem is where it's framed. Like this movie is not going to be an Oscar nominated. No, because it's a comedy. The Dark Knight was. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was like it was framed. The Dark Knight was a crime movie with a fucking cape. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it was that was it's that movie stood on its own and will always yeah. be. Well, but it, um, one little uh, one aspect that they did that I really did enjoy was the fact that that whole thing he kept doing with his hand, where the smile on the I smile. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a really oh. nice touch, and and the, like again the grunts and like. He's very, um, he's like a petulant child. He's right? Oh, that like map. weird, like, he like, wants it his way. That yeah. weird purring thing that he did. I was like, ugh. <laughs> I think all- the end of that, Jared Leto, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he, but he was all over me, Jared. Perfectly. Perfectly. <laughs> well, he was all over guys and girls. Like he was yeah. giving Buddy that lap dance. You know what I mean? Like to me, I think he was like legitimately a fucked up character. He was the first bisexual joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't see Heath Ledger sucking no dick. I'll tell you that. <laughs> the uh, no, well done uh, again. I'm more. I want to see. More. I think that's the intention. Oh no! Exactly, and they fucking nailed it. If now it was we wa- now, we want to see this Joker against the Ben Affleck Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. See, uh, really? They, well, they give it to us right away, though. No, again, if I can, uh, did, did we, not, though, we didn't get much of it. Really? No, no, no. Yeah. Now, here's the interesting thing. Let's talk about Batman for a second. There was all this talk about, oh, they got a stand-in and everything. I'm like, there was a lot of Ben Affleck in this fucking movie. Yeah. Are you sure that was him? Yeah, <laughs> like you can't fake those close-ups. Like I, I would have gone in if it was like in the distance and everything, but the dialogue and like that's Ben Affleck wearing the cowl. Yeah, fair and, enough. And, and and I was like, okay, maybe you could have your argument. Maybe it's someone that looks a lot like him. But then he shows up right in that that mid-credit scene. Oh yeah, that one was yeah, Affleck. Well, There's no doubt about that. They could have shown. They could have shown. Like all I'm saying is, all the footage they got of Batman in that movie. They could have shot probably over the course of a week. Like it yeah. wasn't, or they like, could have even shot it as part of. Because I'm sure with MCU, like a lot of those end scenes, they film them when. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Their other movies, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, uh, yeah. we're three films ahead. We need you to appear in this cast." Probably yeah. just shot that at Netflix's right house. Exactly. <laughs> what, what about, uh, hey, what can about, we come over? We need a thing. Yeah. What about Viola Davis as uh, Waller? Waller? I want to talk Waller because yeah. fucking that was a good character. She is. Like, She's like cool. I, I don't know the character again. I'm my my things film. I watched her. In, uh, in, uh, in the assault on Arkham, and I know her from bit from like the stories yeah. or the articles. From the animated read. series too. But fuck, did she play that well? It was to a point where she's this literally this liaison for government official that and is sweet talking her way to just icing those fucking people in the in that room there, just like shooting them right in the face. Like I don't know. To me, I thought that's that was Waller, man. I, that's awesome. It, yeah. It's the wall, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, she, it's the wall. She is the Nick Fury of the villains for the. For the DC, but universe, is, she, right? is she good or is she bad? She's uh, she, to me, she's, she's evil. Chaotic good. Yeah. Chaotic good. Just icing those people. That's not good. Well, she does uh, what needs to be done for the yeah. greater good. Her right, and Batman okay, have gone. Oh, to- would you say she? No, she's not chaotic because she's very methodical. Hang on, let me think this through some more. No, but it, chaotic doesn't mean that she's uh, what's it called. Um, Chaos? Yeah. It literally does. <laughs> <laughs> it literally means chaos. No, no, no. It doesn't mean that she's not uh, methodical. It's just that, that she does things to an extreme, right? Yeah. Well, very much For so. For example, killing all those people, right? Yeah. But it's uh, No, I thought that part was good, but then she gave up uh, uh, Lawton to Batman. She was the one that tipped off Batman and that what Lawton was doing, right? Yeah, because she wanted Lawton. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it wasn't and Batman. Although that was like a really cool Batman moment, hey? It was. Like it was just like swoops down, kicks him in the back. Yeah. Like you're going to jail. I'm not doing this in front of your or let's not do this in front of your yeah. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. The um so No, uh, so I, I was really impressed with Amanda Waller. The uh she became the Patsy at the end, but uh, more or less I guess. In what respect? Where she was kidnapped or where she was captured by the fucking baddie and then the fucking thing from Stranger Things was attached to her fucking head. <laughs> you got all the locations. And then you got the locations of the secret base, which I was trying to capture the names. Did you capture them? Did they mean anything in the comic uh, realm? I didn't capture them. But uh, like, what made me laugh, though, was like, it was actually very, very self-referential when like Deadshot sees her. Then he's like, how are you still alive? Like, yeah. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith had some, some good fucking lines. Oh, yeah. They pulled themselves out on a lot of stuff, which was cool. Because like, there were a lot of moments in Batman versus Superman where you were like, come on. And in this movie, you're like, come on. Oh, okay, they're calling themselves out on it. Like, Let me give cool. us an example. Uh, well, like that one exactly. Like when she shows up at the end and he's like, how, uh, how are how you are still you, alive? How are you still alive? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy is just like you watch this movie and I'm like, this is a really big crisis. I'm like, like you think I was, Flash would show up? I was waiting. I'm, I was like, Bat- Bat- yeah, where's fucking Batman? Because it's, and- it's a city that they don't care about. Oh, it's funny. I leaned over to Todd at one point. I'm like. If only there was some sort of Superman to help them. Yeah, or some sort of league that, you know, it stopped this or something like that. And that's just it. They answered that question in the mid-credit sequence. Make sure you stay. Mm. (laughs) Um, Because they're like, when, like, the Suicide Squad is disbanded, maybe. And then Batman's like, bro, I got this. Like, Mm. don't. You, you stop. Oh, he told her to stop. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. You stop doing what you're doing or I'll stop it for you, right? Yeah. yeah. Which was a good mid-credit scene. Like, that's... They should have something like that in fucking Man of Steel or whatever. I'm just saying. So that was like he's like he's like I got this. We're gonna do Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have the budget now. We have. We're gonna Looks at the camera, smiles, <laughs> and then it's whatever like, the icky thump. The fucking, Deadpool effect. I have, to, I have to say though, the um, the heart of this movie is that bar scene. That bar scene uh, is where that movie Brings actually. It all home. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of who who did we lose? Just Slipknot. Who else died? Not, uh, Diablo in theory. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, which I'm, is weird. I'm assuming he's gone. If which they didn't weird, show the other big bad, which is weird because bullets weren't taking this thing down, but apparently a grenade did. No, oh, that wasn't a grenade. That was a demolition bomb. Yeah, that was a little more than a grenade. <laughs> Fair enough. So, whether just more high caliber weapons would take out mystical beans? Well, I mean, magic bullets. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I just would have liked it if Diablo took him down. That, that would have uh, that would have been better. Well, and, and I mean, yeah, Diablo moments before Diablo like melted his hand into dude's chest. So yeah, okay. like, I think yeah. he was roughed up. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was weakened enough that you could catch him with a pokeball. CP fucking twenty thousand. No, I want to talk about uh, Margot Robbie because that was Harley Quinn was the she one was fantastic. everyone wanted to oh, see on the God. big screen. The one that we probably have the what is it? The probably one of very few DC villains or DC characters that we haven't seen personalized yet. She got the role. Of course, everyone. The focus is going to be her. They have Sauron's honor. What are you guys' thoughts? Thank you. Um, I thought it was awesome, and it is something that I have been definitely waiting for. And uh, I know I'm not the only like comic geek to to be waiting for it, but like I have been a huge fan of Harley Quinn since the episode she showed up uh, in in the animated series mm-hmm. back in the '90s. Like she's a fantastic character, and she was written as a, as a throwaway. She was written as a bit of a cautionary tale, like some poor girl that got chewed up and spit out by the Joker. But like she, it's just one of those lightning in a bottle things. She, she, she clicks wasn't in the comics. Correct? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bruce Tim created in her fact, for the animated. She's the only character in the in the Batman world, anyway, uh, that originated outside of the comic books that has now become a comic book character. Yeah. The second was 
Arkham Knight until they like if you actually play the game, it turns out to be Jason Todd. So he's a previously existing character, oh, yeah. so he can't yeah. count that way. Yeah. Um, well, also, yeah. if you went to Trivia Night on Tavern, you would know that. <laughs> but yeah, right. Trivia Night. So like, I mean, Tavern. that's just Not a testament, I think, to how important of a character she is and how well she connects with the and how public. important the casting would have been. Yeah, I think exactly. This was the main focus on this film, and, and I, I mean, think they fucking as it. It, like it's funny. There was so much talk about who was going to do the the role. Uh, you know, as soon as they kind of announced that there was going to be a live action Harley Quinn, there was so much speculation which which blonde actress is it going to be? And then when they announced that it was going to be Margot Robbie, like I flipped out in happiness because having seen her in um, Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street, Street or that, or the Big that Short, scene where like Leo's crawling towards her and she like puts her foot on his head and she's just like, oh yeah, so good. Crazy and they do that whole like. Ugh. Daddy's she, gonna have to just look for a long, long time, and you're like, she's even doing the voice. I yeah. love it. <laughs> she nailed the accent. I think she nailed the fucking mannerisms. Uh, oh, the down first to time a fucking she, tea. The and like time she the hints at that, like, like underneath, chill. like that, that like below the surface malaise. You know what I mean? Like again, that really was well one done. of my favorite scenes of her on that fucking uh, and her like, on that card. Yes, yeah, she's, she's sexualized, but it's not exploitative. So, so that's one of the one of the better things about the movie is that they don't make a big deal over moments like oh she said put in or whatever. It's very comes very naturalistic in the performance yeah. because they're writing it like the comic where like it's not like ah she said the thing except for when Suicide Squad when Will Smith actually maybe he's the one that because uh, maybe they thought he was the one that could get away with it but he's like so that's it huh we're some kind of Suicide Squad looks at the screen but like at the same time I mean like if anybody's gonna fault it for that you also have to give the same fault to Guardians of the Galaxy because that's a throwaway yeah yeah, yeah. Well, but I think they gain points in n- like hinting teasing but never actually doing Avengers Assemble you know what yeah, I mean yeah no like, I, I hear like, people I hear wanna co- people want to compare where it's just like oh fucking Marvel in fan, fact blah 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 they, that's how to they, me the that's writing how they is cut, substantially different cut. that's how they cut Age of Ultron uh-huh. the last before the after credits or yeah. actually no there are no after credits on that one uh, the last thing you see in Age of Ultron is Avengers right, Avengers <gasps> yeah Music <laughs> credits, yeah, they never. No, and, and that's the joke for it, right? But like, it's to me, that's a substantial difference where you get the Marvel versus DC, which I want us to talk about here in a second. Where it's stuff like that, like, what are we, some kind of Suicide Squad? To be like, what the fuck? To uh, Avenger, make it an actual running gag. Like to me, that is calibers of writing, and I think that's the substantial one of the substantial yeah. differences. Maybe this is why DC is not doing so well. I definitely don't think uh, Suicide Squad or Batman vs Superman deserves the ratings that they're getting. But I will say this: they, they are lower caliber than a lot of the well, Marvel I, movies. I think Batman vs Superman earned its rating. I don't think Suicide. Squad yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think unfortunately, Suicide Squad is still due for an August record, though. At this point, yeah, I mean, which I, it'll and the, yeah, the money will find talk. out. Yeah, the money yeah. will talk for sure. But Especially, I totally feel like. This movie is being held against the Batman versus Superman yeah. candle, which is unfortunate yeah. because that's a really shitty thing of them to do. You so, know, it's ironic because it's kind of the theme of the movie in general. Because the whole thing is like, I mean, thematically, I feel that the message that they were trying to get across was, "Yeah, we're bad guys. We're, we own that we're bad guys, but it doesn't mean we can't do good things." Oh yeah. man! And, and oh, they totally. What's the What's a, that character in Rick It Rough? <laughs> like, Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. Oh, Zengeef. Oh, Just because you're a bad guy, yeah. That doesn't mean you're a bad guy. The irony is, of course, that the movie Suicide <laughs> Squad is technically 
uh, being grouped with a bad movie but, or a bad uh, the bad movie that came before it, but it doesn't mean it can't be a good thing, right? You're so, so right. You're <laughs> so right. Well, let's talk about the uh, the the DC versus Marvel and the whole fucking. Let's sue Rotten Tomatoes and blah blah blah. Fucking. It wasn't like, sued Rotten Tomatoes. It was a petition to shut it down. It's so ridiculous. And the fucking theory out there of uh, of people that are like, oh, this is just Marvel fans. Fucking. Uh, to, or Disney's trying to destroy Warner Brothers. Like I don't know, man. <laughs> but also, like, like going well, they it. are, but it's not because they're actively trying to destroy them. It's yeah. because they're making a better product. Well, and they they both know that the that saturation point is coming, and they both need to pump out as many movies as they possibly can oh, yeah. before that point hits. Mm-hmm. And they both know, like you go to a DC movie, there's Marvel trailers on it. You go to a Marvel movie, there's DC trailers on it. They've been playing that. They're Coke and Pepsi. They've been playing this game for a long time before yeah. the movies ever but became there, a big. Is thing. there any fan? I know that you pointed out the thing. I do that a lot, man. Yeah, it's just me trying to talk. I guess the lips smacking the fucking good points. I guess mm-hmm. um, <laughs> they're tasty. <laughs> they're tasty, delicious. God, I'm hungry. Uh, oh, the but- bee in apartment twenty three. Yeah, don't trust the bee. No, yeah, James Vanderbeek apparently licks his lips heaps during his sex tape. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> side note. Sorry, right. That's a great show. That's a great show, by the way. Uh, I totally lost my train of thought now because I'm just thinking I'm so of sorry, James so uh, Vanderbeek sex tape. Yeah, I gotta Google that right now. The, the, the Dawson. The, uh, the Dawson. What was I saying? Mar- oh, oh. To me, any kind of Marvel fan, like, are they really that much hardcore? Where they'll try to turn like I'm. I love Marvel, but I love fucking comic book movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I want to see them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman looks fucking awesome, and guess what? That's the first fucking DC is going to get that out before uh, Captain Marvel or a Black Widow one. So that they got points for that right off the hop, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't it's know. just the thing, though, is like DC and Marvel have this whole like fake thing going on. Like, people really think there is, and I mean, there is, like, money They've actually wise, created crossover comics. Like, money-wise, competitively, they are competitive with mm. each other. I mm-hmm. mean, Diamond goes so far as to make Marvel have their own previews book so that it's <laughs> not in the same book as DC. But, wow. fandom-wise, mm-hmm. the crossover is 99.9%. Mm. Yeah. Like, like, people have preferences. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's only a handful of people that are like... I will never watch a DC movie. You're lying to yourself if you don't think Kevin Feige is seeing these reviews and laughing behind his. Oh oh, yeah, I I fucking love that gif of uh, of Evans laughing in an interview and like it's just like Marvel basically every time a new DC movie comes out. I fucking love that meme. It's so good. Um, Um. uh, yeah, I don't know. To me, the hype, the Marvel versus DC hype, I didn't. I, I don't know. Wait, like, like, they make like each other better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they, it's, uh, it's, it's this. I mean, it's the very same thing as like the dual partisan system in politics. You don't actually want one side of the spectrum in power for way too long because they'll stagnate. And they'll, you know, Co- competition yeah. has exactly. been and always really like, good. A little bit of competition brings out the best, or at least it should Healthy. in 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 the competitors. Um, but. It's funny because, like, when I was a kid, I feel like I've like grown up from it a long time ago. But like, some fans just don't seem to like quite get over that hump. So I remember as a kid, it was like it was like Star Wars versus Star Trek, and it was DC versus Marvel, and you had to just be on one side. And like, you know, Simpsons versus Family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If if Pokemon came out, it'd be like, "What team are you?" And like, we can't even like talk to the other teams. You know what I mean? (laughs) And you watch Digimon with the yeah, exactly. I'm a Pokemon guy. Go bots, boys! Fucking go bots! Exactly, exactly. And there, there was so much of that rivalry of like. You know, you have to be all on one side and you can't like anything from the other side or you're a traitor. And then very quickly, I kind of like grew up out of that being 
thinking like there's good stuff coming yeah. out of all angles like why can't i as the consumer dive into all of it whatever i like and wins it all the time because we're getting fucking we got batman versus superman live action mm-hmm. on the screen we finally got a harley quinn we're getting almost to the point where it's gonna be like one comic book movie a month like, yeah but, yeah, yeah. Which I'm fine with. Like you, awesome. you say, saturation point in my head. I'm like, God, I hope not. Well, it's it's it's, it's just a natural progression. Well, the the, the, the it's interesting because uh, same as like zombies, virus. right? Um, yeah, technically speaking, the saturation point. If if we're talking about like every generation, it should have happened back in 2010, but something happened around 2010 that stopped it from happening. And that was that the comic book genre changed. Iron Man two uh, and the Dark Knight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Those yeah. those two movies were big game. Dark Knight was two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah I know, but they both came out in two thousand eight. But uh, Iron Man came out in two thousand eight, and so yeah. the, but the, what happened? Was you said twenty ten. Two huge. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, oh, it, it was, every ten it years. Started dialogue, so what happened yeah. was one of the, two big things happened. One, uh, comic book movies started becoming serious as a yeah. genre, and two, they started becoming connected uh, as as a, as a sequence. Yeah. yeah, and and that basically has given us another like. Like if, if if the 2000s were the golden age, we're now in the silver age. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's interesting. And, and well, I I would argue that we're we're like um, getting into the true golden age now mm-hmm. because like I mean if if you're trying to compare it to the to the golden age, silver age, bronze age of comics, the silver age is often like labeled as the um, the safe age mm-hmm. because like mm-hmm. that's when the comics code came in and yeah, yeah. forever changed comics to make them dumbed down and right. safe for families and stuff like that whereas i feel it's the exact opposite is what's going on in mm-hmm. the movies like we're actually br- branching out into into territory well, especially that especially with deadpool getting, yeah. doing so well for mm-hmm. an exactly what exactly was, that's a great was, example yeah. what was this rated i think pretty PG sure this 13. is pg they said yeah. fuck i know that but they only said yeah. it once yeah you can get so away with you're, you're, you're allowed you're one fuck be cool tell me that did you did you hear did you hear the theory about how they should have done uh deadpool um they should have like knowing that the f-bomb will like jump them up into like if they if they did one at the beginning of mm. a movie and like that's their one they they won't get the rating bump up because they have two f-bombs in there but like keep alluding to it like keep having deadpool oh, in a movie then, yeah. almost say it and then get cut off by whatever almost say it make like, it a running gag no, 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 and then like, at the very 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 end so of it be like fucking fuck somebody fuck. steals it from him yeah. Wolverine yeah, yeah. exactly like, you stole my one fuck <laughs> exactly yeah I think that would be fantastic um, alright we got uh, let's go into some final thoughts we got ten minutes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh wait uh, there was something important I was gonna say oh. hey <laughs> um oh man I can talk and talk oh and talk. hey fuck Jerry what's going on buddy? <laughs> oh hey buddy <laughs> freaking oh thanks man appreciate it buddy what's up grab a mic I have to go to work at the Casman, but I'm sure this podcast was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. it's awesome. You have no idea. Same shirt, dude. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Um, Appreciate oh, it, buddy. What I was going to say is, um, like, you said zombie. It's like the comic movie thing is going to be like zombies, but I totally disagree. And well, and it doesn't it doesn't get rid of them. I just no. mean it like no, 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 they no, kind no, of fall out of the line. Like people, people like eh, zombies now, but there are so many different types of comic book. Yeah, movies you can do a zombie comic book movie. Right? Marvel zombies. Marvel zombies. When's it like? Doctor Strange yeah. is magic. Marvel yeah. Zombies movies. Yeah. No, you right. Ant Man's like, a heist movie. Ant Man's a heist yeah. movie. Technically, uh, Doctor Strange is going to open that door for the possibility of a Marvel Zombies movie. But it's so sure. magic. Ooh. Like there's there's so many different directions that you can go that it's going to be a really long time before we actually get bored. And I like what you I said too, where people are like, Agreed. Agreed. zombies." I'm in for the and long haul. And yet AMC is still having re- like every fucking season is still record breaking. No, exactly, exactly. Like it's just like zombies. Watch it. 
Eh, comic movies. And, we'll that, go watch and that's exactly what people the do with the comic book movies. movies. Aren't, aren't even a genre. Near. I mean, they still are to an extent, but it's not like, oh, it's a comic book movie. No, I feel like almost everyone well, can like, enjoy a certain yes. comic book movie. People, yeah. people, people point their fingers at the cape ones, right? Like yeah. the big, uh, the, uh, the Avengers and Batman. Superman versus Batmans, and, and then they don't even realize, like, Road to Perdition <laughs> is a comic book movie. No. You know what I mean? Like Unbreakable, Unbreakable. Yeah, uh, the fucking and that one was a legit fucking like it actually references comic books, yeah. right? Road yeah, to no. Perdition's a comic book. Movie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like that's just really? that's my point exactly yeah. is that people like Tom shit on it, they poo poo on it, and I'm like that's where the freshest ideas are coming from in the world of yeah. cinema. Yeah, They're coming from comic books and graphic novels. Because, because the same we've been we've been watching the same stories over and over and over again. Like at least comic books extend us into other universes where there are more possibilities. Than mm-hmm. what's happening on human earth, you know, what and I it's mean? and it's proving it's proving a lot of I think uh, executives wrong. Executives who have that mindset of like dumb it oh, down for the audience, yeah, um, yeah, the genre make it stop, accessible. Stop celebrating the fact that it is a comic book movie and just delve into the story. That yeah, exactly. And that'll, that'll make yeah. the difference between Oscar comic movies and non-Oscar comic yeah, movies. Remember they the, need to take that leap. The original Superman was, you will believe a man can fly. That was the big tagline. And that was the, like, you won't believe that we actually were able to pull off a comic book movie. Yeah. And then they rode that train <laughs> up until, like, the 90s. Yeah. And and th- and now we're asking for something else. It's like, don't like, just... We need some depth. Yeah. yeah. D- d- yeah. D- tell, like, we know these comics... Are great for yeah. a reason. Show us that, and and like know your character. Like Deadpool's so very comic booky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it fits the character, right? Yeah. yeah. Deadpool was the perfect segue into brilliant comic book movies. Now DC just has to get on board. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. I, th- I think Suicide Squad is a good step. Yeah, um, totally. I, feel I think that, it's solid. Uh, it, it, the controversy behind it that I've heard is probably somewhat warranted in regards to there being talks about reshoots and everything. They're that worried. First act, yeah. That first act is definitely proof of that. But there is a solid movie in there, and I would actually like to. Unlike Batman vs Superman, where I'm like, oh, there's a director's cut. Hopefully, it'll save the movie. I feel if they did a director's cut of Suicide Squad, there'd be a great movie in there. Yeah, yeah, so they'd the be able to really elevate it. Made it campier is kind of what people were. Well, saying I've heard two things. I've heard two things. One is that they reshot to make it funnier. Yeah. After the re- after the reaction to Batman vs Superman being and and that that's so <laughs> that's so <laughs> visible in the Justice League trailer, yeah. right? In the teaser, you can tell that they're like, we need to get away from that and get some funniness injected yeah. into this. Yeah. Um, but and, and and I agree. It's not necessarily the issue. That's not necessarily the fix. But um, for this one, yeah, it's uh, the uh, the other thing that I heard was that uh, well, it's not the version that everyone's seeing. Mm-hmm. That they hired the uh, they contracted the company that that did the trailers or the bulk of the trailers for Suicide Squad to make a cut of the movie to show to focus groups and everything. Yeah. So basically, uh, I think that's where the rumor stems from. If that is the case, yeah. I don't know for sure, but if that's that would explain why like gonna, David Ayers didn't didn't wouldn't have touched this version and they would have like you know reshot some and stuff. And there's some to, evidence of it. I think that's where we get a lot of the. Jumbly, and it's, I think yeah, first act is so act jumbled, three, and I that is solid. There's a lot of it that felt scene. like Batman versus Superman in yeah. how jumbled it was, and then it found itself and and actually like soaked into the characters that were present instead of setting up characters that you haven't even fucking met like, yet. You know yeah. what I mean? For those of you out there who walk out of movies early, 
give this one a freaking yeah. chance. Yeah. Like 15 minutes. They're bursting. That's the, all we got to ask. Change yeah. Completely. Yeah. And, and I mean, unlike Batman vs. Superman, where the first 15 minutes like floors you. It's yeah, so like, fucking what? good. Then, it's so fantastic. And, and then, then it kind of starts, you know, unraveling a little bit. It's the opposite. <laughs> this one this one started unraveling and like, uh, woven together. <laughs> and perhaps that was on purpose because of like the nature of like all these different people yeah. coming together for a common goal. There was an interesting uh, uh, video that was posted online about uh, Batman vs. Superman, basically moments versus scenes so that was a fantastic yeah, analysis basically how how um how you you have to earn moments right like you can't just have epic moments like they don't mean anything unless there's scenes that build up to these moments so that you know what's at stake for mm-hmm. what's going on and i think what's what really saves that suicide what, what makes suicide squad's third act so solid is the fact that they have this really solid scene in that bar that break that really gets into these characters. So then, every action after that, every moment after that, means something, and we know why it means something, yeah. right? And and that is, man, it's so weird. I've never seen a movie like this where the first act is so jumbled, and then the rest just starts coming together. Like I'm, I'm trying to it think was, of an example. It was a, yeah. it was like the the Firefly struggle. Like it's like how do we introduce this many characters and make people care about them? Yeah, and yeah. it was really and it took mm-hmm. them like an hour and ten to get to that point. You know what I mean? The irony is I could definitely see executives seeing this and being like, you know, that first hour is really good, but then, you know, it slows down and everything. I'm like, you needed it to slow down, yeah, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You needed yeah. to feel for these I think, And I think I think David Ayer had uh, a big, big uh, challenge ahead of him with, uh, you know, just seeing how much of an influence the executives had uh, with Batman vs. Superman. I loved the Honest Trailers uh, bit where they, where they uh, did that whole, like, Batman versus Superman versus the critics versus the expectations versus the executives versus can't uh, do them all justice. And I'm like, that is so genius because that is exactly what was going on. You're trying to please too many angles instead of like telling the story. And in this one, you can tell it's just like, I know I have to do all that stuff. So let's just get it out of the way in the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. let's just take care of all this Justice League setup, except for, you know, the after credits well, sequence like or whatever. It was the trailer, but I kept expecting them to go back into the, the whole rock and roll thing. Like at some point there, I was like, for sure, oh, there's going to be an action scene and then they're you know they go to the bar it slows down and they're gonna be like alright let's hit it and then da, da, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 Metallica yeah. Yeah. they're blowing shit up yeah 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 no, no. it didn't they, they resisted the it was, it was yeah exactly was ballroom blitz they just yeah. starts going on yeah. again yeah 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 they did have Bohemian Rhapsody at the end but yeah only, only a little bit yeah. well yeah so but that was it was yeah. the epilogue right? yeah. Yeah. kind of yeah that Which, was their like Oh, rock show! Bang bang! Explosion moment yeah. for you. Like he Joker written right on his fucking uniform. Brazen. He's definitely the guy that mutes things down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's go into some a pink flip phone with preloaded emojis <laughs> of himself. That's love. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't an emoji. It was his his profile yeah, his pic. His little profile pic. Yeah, it was an emoji. It was no eyes or anything like that. Like it was definitely a. It was a Joker emoji. Yeah, it was like it, his it, but it, it wasn't. A, yes, it was an icon. <laughs> but it was, like but he someone a gunpoint to but get he that didn't, made. Well, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't like type like Joker face. I'm coming to get you. It was he typed I'm coming to get you, and it showed up on her phone as this yeah, came from the Joker. I didn't mean like emoji, it was a profile picture. Oh, okay. oh, fair enough. Uh, let's go into some final thoughts and some uh, some ratings. Go ahead, Mike. Are we rating out of five? Uh, yeah, what do we five, do? I always do out of five. Someone does out of ten. You can do it out of a hundred, man. There's no format here. Yeah. <laughs> but we I'm always going to give you five million. We always, we always do like a pun. So like uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy, it was like four out of five. Like mixtapes, infinite Morag rats, mixtapes. Yeah, or mixtapes. So just choose. Yeah, choose. yeah. yeah. Well, tell us what your final thoughts. If I was to give Guardians of the Galaxy 
4.5 or 4.6 mixtapes. I would say this one's a solid 4.3 mixtapes. Out of five? Not five? quite Guardians, but, you know. It was, it was, really? You read it? That's it. fucking high, man. I enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I guess it is kind of high. Wow. But anyways, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Any, any highlights? Favorite scene? Um... Well, as we mentioned before, the scene with the uh, with the Joker and uh, when they're making love in the vat of whatever the hell. What was that? <laughs> you know, well, they're, Where'd they're that color happy? come from, by the way? Their shirts. Their makeup. Their shirts. No, no, no. Was their, it, was, it, was, it was beautiful. She was in a blue, blue. shirt. He yeah, was in a red shirt. shirt. And nice. that dye, and actually, if you watch closely, like the, the dye was leaking out so much that like their fabric turned white. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought, like I thought it was burning right off. Well, that too, that too, but it was like white as it was disintegrating because all that ink was going into the water and then into her hair or into the like vat of chemical story. or whatever. I assume like that was at Ace Chemicals. Chemicals. You didn't see the Ace logo? Oh, was it there? Yeah. Okay. It, it, when they were, when he was like, perfect. Me, live for me. Yeah. Ace chemicals perfect. on the back. Perfect. Yeah, I did like that. Live for me. Like, die for me. And then. Oh, that's too easy. easy. I did, I'd say that's probably my favorite scene. Yeah, I also man, enjoyed seeing uh, Elliot Spritzer for any newsroom fans out there and trying to take him seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one was he? He was uh, like the assistant to uh, Waller. Waller. Oh, okay. Waller, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All oh, right on. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know? uh, I, I, I got to say it like. Yeah, like I guess, like I said, I've never seen a movie like this one before. That first act really uh, is the only thing I can really ding about it, and and that's kind of unfortunately that actually means what it, I'm probably going to give it like fifty percent on whatever scale, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it's a strong ending. Once we get to that bar scene, which is my favorite scene in the entire movie, it's mm-hmm. where the movie finds its heart and everything mm-hmm. else flows after that. But that the the first act is just such a convoluted mess that I can't. I'm basically you're, I know. We, you could argue that sixty percent of this movie is good, and only only like the thirty or forty percent is bad. But it um, it down, but, yeah. I, I, but I put it as a fifty fifty because I got to take off additional scores because it's not at all a perfect yeah. package, to mm-hmm. me, right? So, mm-hmm. but it's fifty percent of what? Uh, I don't know. Fifty percent of. Uh, Stars. Lex Luthor encrypted uh, files <laughs> that need to get loaded. <laughs> he has the Joker file. That's how Joker's got his name. Yeah, nice. fuck. You don't see Joker on that goddamn uh, USB. It's not. He's not a metahuman. Good point. Touche. <laughs> Very touche. Uh, Ash. Um. All right. Uh. So, to be the jerk who's going to compare it directly to Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> only um, the time. only yeah. person that's ever going to do Batman that. versus Superman. Why was... can't you compare it to Man of Steel? Because Man of Steel was pretty good. Man of Steel is really good. I liked it. Yeah, yeah no, that's what. No, in mm-hmm. but it is. Batman that's the, everyone Superman, forgets. Man that's Man the first DCU good. film, yes. right? Um, so in Batman versus Superman, the beginning fifteen, I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, no, <laughs> right? And there were so many moments in that film where I was like, what? Mm. Like, what? Mm-hmm. And I heard audience members behind me be like, who is that? When the flash popped up, and I'm just like, what is happening? I did the same <laughs> thing. I, I right? guessed what it Hulk was. Hulkbuster or Flash? It didn't even come together at the end. You're still like, what? Mm. After watching it all, you have to go and buy an expensive cut that's like a half hour longer to figure out what the hell happened. Yeah. Anyway. I did not go what at all during this movie for a start. Like that whole, like the whole thing. I was like, I could follow it like a breeze. Mm. I wasn't pulled out of the movie at any time, being like, that doesn't make any sense. sense. Um, so I mean, it's better than Batman versus Superman in that whole respect. And like, even even if you weren't sure of what the Suicide, the Suicide Squad, 
is about, you can follow the, the movie. Skittles Sewer Squad. Sewer Squad. Sewer <laughs> Squad. No, that was Ninja Squeeze Squad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, it's funny because they're like, I try and view it from the perspective of someone who doesn't understand the comics because a lot of the customers who come into the store after watching these movies... Want to go buy Harley Quinn comic books. Want to go buy Harley Quinn comic books and stuff yeah. like that. So I think about like, the Halloween costumes this year. Like, that whole... <laughs> it's going to be... It's just a license The conventions to are going to be Harley everywhere. Yeah. Um, the entire squad. Even more. Well, that's just it. I saw the, <laughs> yeah. the Comic-Con two years ago. I saw someone cosplay... Is when the pictures got released. Mm-hmm. Like, the set pics. Yeah. yeah. And they were cosplaying as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy's a monster then, right? Yeah. It's like, it's fucking wow. Costume, right? mm-hmm. It's going to blow up. But like, now the official licensed product version comes out. Yes. That looks good on everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't... There wasn't a lot of confusion. There was a lot of heart in this film. Like, and, like, the story was pretty cool. Mm. Like, as a whole, like, I really enjoyed it. Like, the Joker Harley storyline meshed really well. Deadshot and his kid. Like, all of the steps were totally there for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm probably going to give it a solid four. Four what? Four. Okay, hang on. We'll go... A fourth-fifths full vat of chemicals. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Ace chemicals. Ace, Ace chemicals, chemicals. That's nice. That nice. changed Harley into... Harley. The Harley. insanity. Harlan into Harley. Yeah. 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 Um Okay, well, uh, final thoughts. I have two, two main things that uh, I want to touch on. Um... One of them being that uh, I really, really thoroughly... It's something we haven't even brought up yet, but I thoroughly enjoyed uh, some of the philosophies dis- uh, discussed and kind of explored in this movie. Uh, the, mainly um, the motivations. Motivations for doing things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, embodied so well by a line that Deadshot gives after uh, Waller like ices a bunch of people. Like a like cold blooded, just like ice is oh, a bunch yeah. of people because oh, they don't have great. the proper clearance level, and she has to clean up, you know, Mistakes. her loose ends. Yeah, yeah. They don't have the men in black like my yeah, exactly. The, like, the yeah. neuralizer. Handy than having to slaughter these. And it's and it's when it's like I mean, Flag has been giving him a hard time the whole movie. It's like you you kill people for money. You're yeah. a contract. You're a serial yeah. killer with credit cards. Like yeah. blah 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 blah. And then Deadshot just says to him, "And I'm the bad guy." Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. it's so true. Perfect. It's it was a perfect embodiment of like that exploration of of the motivations of why these people are doing these things mm-hmm. what what is the reason behind the actions are they being coerced is it a genuine thing that they want to do um the difference between june moon and like the enchantress's yeah. motivations mm-hmm. and things like that uh there's a lot explored uh that uh that does kind of get swept up in the whole cinematic universe of it the mm-hmm. dc-ness of it but it's still there under the surface and i thought that was fantastic um dc does that awesome thing where they're like they're like they do a lot of governmental stuff Right, like mm-hmm. Superman gets swept up into the government, and like Batman's like you're a government puppet, and like Deadshot realizes that the government's just as corrupt as they are. It's mm-hmm. like the supervillains of the world, right? Well, like I the faction of the government that he's well, that's like, a good real world like us. aspect of yeah, it because I think that's what would happen. You know what I mean? Like, what's the government aspect in Marvel? We get the president that was mm-hmm. hung. Hung up in, in uh, Iron, Man, yeah. Yeah. Iron Man 3, you know what I mean? Like, uh, which 
Come on. The rocks on. It's good. It's good. Oh, I'm, what did he say? He's like, oh, I'm not looking for anything. I'm just going to kill you on TV. That was a good line by mm-hmm. uh, the Mandarin, the real Mandarin. But uh, anyway, okay, so uh, no, good point. And we did actually we did touch on Waller's character while uh, you were mm-hmm. gone there. It was I thought that was crazy. She where she literally just yeah. iced those people, but she well, goes from manipulative to she was a fucking villain, right? Well, yeah, no, I definitely would classify her as a villain. Especially, I love the line too, Harley Quinn, like. For all of her craziness, for all of the like haze in her brain, like she sees through to the truth of things in a lot of in a lot of moments, which was great. Uh, and I love that moment where she looks up at Waller and like I don't I assume uh, from context that she's never met this person before. And first thing she are says, you? "Are you the devil?" Yeah. Like because just the way that she holds herself and walks into the room is just so like yeah, yeah. looking down yeah right? exactly looking down so controlling over everything, playing everybody play. You know she's like the the overlord. She's the mastermind behind everything going on and. I thought that was really well done and that whole like how are you still alive <laughs> the ipad the, the ipad uh, speech mm-hmm. was pretty good too what's your rating um i'm gonna give it uh you know what i th- i i really tried to like just just kind of throw expectations and throw like the mm-hmm. the thoughts from the reviews that are coming out and the the rotten tomato score and everything out the window and just try and like you know see if i was enjoying it see if i if, if i was into it and uh and I will say I was a little bit disappointed at, at times and like overall it didn't quite wow me as much as I, I would would have liked but at the same time I'm thinking like after Batman versus Superman and what this did for the the DC you know cinematic universe and everything I really think that it actually elevated and like put some glue into all those loose yeah, pieces yeah, yeah. and started started channeling things into and maybe it was because they were able to be less serious with it and have a little bit more fun with it and everything but they were able to actually like kind of like put a funnel in place to catch all these pieces that have been thrown up into the air and put them into like kind of a cohesive unit and finally like it's like the thing that people have been arguing about the DC cinematic universe for so long now it's too convoluted and disjointed and and rushed and they're trying to play catch up with Marvel's decade of like cinematic universe building on building and building and we've talked about it before it's like the tent pegs like every time you have a big like Avengers movie you get the tall tent peg uh, and uh, then you know the line between them kind of sags and then you've got another movie in there but it's lifted up by the the, by the big you know the epicness the the grandeur of the other movies Um, so yeah convoluted way of saying that uh, I really think that it it performed I really think that it did what it needed to do and I'm going to give it four uh, good night bats out of five nice <laughs> nice no and it's a very good point uh it's to me like i think like tito kind of nailed it and so did you on it the pacing slowed down and like that whole mid credit scene like they mentioned uh well we saw batman so i guess that's legit throw it into the universe there but they mentioned superman they mentioned some of the past events mm-hmm. and then that mid credit so scene i think that's like that's what needed to start this off you mm-hmm. know what i mean i hate to say it i know they would have been cursed because they would have said oh you're just copying marvel but they needed just that one scene where it's just like i'm nick fury have you heard of the avengers initiative that's what they needed and to me i think this what started it all off was that amanda waller and 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 bruce wayne scene because that's what you want to as your connecting points you know what i mean like yeah instead of just go it's batman superman let's throw a fucking flash in here's some parademons fucking doomsday you guys don't even know what yeah. they look look at this yeah. fucking creature here no one has a clue what that is that's fucking steppenwolf like jesus christ they're the, throwing everything in there yeah. slow the it the fuck down it's like in the in the honest trailer where they're like they've got everything but the kitchen sink in here and then they cut to the shot where batman crushes a kitchen oh, yeah. sink or a bathroom sink on superman's head yeah. they're like oh there's the sink oh, they got it they didn't forget but like um that's the one big question on people's mind after seeing the justice league um, teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Trailer. Um, it was two. It was a trailer yeah. footage from a uh, Comic Con. Was that like Bruce Wayne was showing up to be like, like I had someone literally ask me in the store, like, how did he find all these people? I'm like, 
he's Batman. I don't know. Like, but well, he did they have actually a file from Lex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I. But you. But know now he's I mean. got even more information. Yeah. Well, but now he's got more information. Well, it's just like it's how did just... Loki get the fucking Tesseract, and then we find out at the end of Captain America: uh, The First Avenger. He you know? fell off the space ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I just wanted to, I thought that was it was a good connector that I agree with a lot of the points that were shared here it's uh, it was rocky I thought acts one and, and midway through act two it's definitely it was just compiled together and I totally I, I've said this before like I, get, I like going into like the background of it like how was this movie created right and reading the articles of it we had the whole Tom Hardy uh, Will Smith incident that kicked this whole thing off fucking uh, Batman versus Superman fallout when that came out right close to release and they had to do reshoots and then of course it came out that there's technically two different versions and, and I think it's very apparent that they try to mash this together yeah. to make it as audience friendly as possible. But I strongly believe they never touched the third act, which is why it works so fucking well. And that's where everything kicks in, right? Yeah. Whether that was the reshoots, which I doubted, but whether it was at Ayers or the trailer company, whoever it was, uh, it, it just meshed perfectly. Um, I liked it. It was to step in the right direction. I liked it more. I, I like Batman vs Superman. I think it's definitely flawed, but I don't hate mm-hmm. on it as much as everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> but this was definitely a step above that. I think it was really, really good. It was touched on with the cinematic universe, not in your face like everything else was. Um, uh, ratings wise, um, out of ten Margot Robbie's asses in the Harley Quinn shorts, I give her uh, about six solid cheeks. <laughs> so, Three out of ten? Cheek squeezes? No, six solid cheeks. But you so. said six ten, out of ten. Out of ten asses, I give her six cheeks, so it's six out of ten. No, no, but you said ten asses. Six <laughs> cheeks is three asses. <laughs> Six, 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 six pairs of cheeks. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Six pairs of cheeks. Oh yeah. Fuck, you're right. So out of twenty cheeks. <laughs> we're gonna convert. Oh my god. We're gonna, something with you. We're gonna convert this. fractions. So fractions. ten asses out of twenty cheeks. I, I give her six. I, 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 yeah. I, I, like six five asses. <laughs> a bit of an asshole. <laughs> and, a L- boot, and a little bit of brown eye. Uh, I thought casting was fucking. So twelve cheeks. Sometimes it's a spread. Brown eye kind of night. Oh god! Yeah, out of twenty cheeks, I give her a solid fucking. Uh, I give her a solid twelve. So yeah. yeah. Uh, it was casting was excellent. It was good. Okay. It was great. Uh, I absolutely you're not following three out of five. <laughs> I absolutely loved the fucking Mad Love teaser, and they looked like it was a total fucking uh, comic. It made you want more. Damn right. And to me, when I seen that. I was like, holy shit! I really want to see more. Loved. Le- uh, loved the the Leto. Yeah, climb uh, like Joker. Yeah, fucking. No, like the the Joker hideout, uh, fucking kingdom, whatever it was, just the ha ha's, everything pointed at him. <laughs> totally makes you want more, and I think that's exactly what they're going for. So, yeah. Did well you done. see the weird? There was a creepy illusion there in that scene when they showed the overhead, where they like zoomed out, and then there was yeah. knives and grenades and guns, Pico. and then there was like a uh, uh, um, laptop and the baby. Well, there was a baby bunch of laptops, onesies. and then there was uh, I'm, I'm getting there. Sorry. <laughs> and there was a there was a mannequin that had the old Harley suit on it, and oh, yeah. then there was the baby onesies and there was a piano there wasn't there yeah yeah and I was just like what the fuck is the baby onesies all about right (laughs) like maybe he has the same desire as Harley does normal something Um, also and I think this is a uh, so definitely a step above Batman vs Superman and I think it's a good lead in because we got Wonder Woman next And I think that based on that fucking trailer, God, that looks fucking awesome. Bill and Ted. Yeah, Bill and Ted just like rocking out to the music. Oh man, the best one I've seen of that is fuck. I forget the movie. I think it's Airheads. But it's it's like when you hear the Wonder Woman music and it's just the music playing with the trailer, and then it just cuts to this black woman. She's like, 
cut that out and it's like Adam Sandler oh yeah 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 (laughs) you can hear that (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was the best Uh, one I also loved that um, uh, ding ding song from the Arl Knots that you sent earlier today and (laughs) how he's just like I'm gonna call Zack Snyder (laughs) yeah and then it cuts to Zack Snyder and then his phone does that like yeah and he's he's like let it ring one sec let it ring let it ring yeah I just love the song Wonder Woman next and uh, yeah the trailer just looks absolutely awesome and we all know that the trailers are a good reflection of the fucking movie so oh, this is just going to be awesome right? also so. I'm totally going to post on the podcast Facebook um, a trailer that Tito sent us the other day which is what if the Dark Knight and Scott Pilgrim were a mashup oh, yeah, yeah. that trailer <laughs> is amazing yeah, like pretty a good. freaking amazing definitely check it out facebook.com I just saw somebody hashtag not my joker get fucked it wasn't the joker movie <laughs> It, fucking it was the he, Suicide Squad movie. He was my Ugh. joker. I think Stacy nailed it too, where everyone was bitching about the fucking style. And it's just like the age of the fucking suit tie is over. Like this is this is the twenty year old fucking Joker. And I think he nails it. Uh, he fits his armor very well. I think I think yeah. uh, way back when Tito, I think you n- hit the nail on the head. He's more of like a riffraff type. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's like an alien uh, in that like people will look at him and underestimate him, and then he'll yeah. fucking sucker like punch the, them. Like yeah, alien the the dude. Yeah yeah, I know who you're talking. Yeah. About. Oh, alien as in the uh, yeah yeah. Spray the, brag, you know, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Suck James, the gun James like Franco a, suck the gun like a dick fucking. J- yeah. well, that's what I like about uh, about uh, all the iterations of the Joker is what makes him a compelling character is that he's hard to read. Yeah, like you don't know what he's you're, he's going to do, but you know it's going to be something bad. Mm-hmm. You know it's right? so. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. I think he's great. Fucking rights, not my Joker. Fucking assholes. I'm gonna go on the internet now and start uh, taking it. down some fucking tomorrow. some kids. Not yeah. my Joker. All right. I'm excited to check it out again. For uh, this episode of Cinephiles, I'm Totsky. Mike. Tito. Ash. Steve. Uh, we'll see you next up. Oh, that's not how we intended Yeah, we'll see it at the flicks. We'll see you at the flicks? I think we, yeah, we didn't have a <laughs> We didn't have a Cinephiles closing. We never made one. See you at the flicks. Don't sit too close. Cinephiles, part of the Wyman Podcast Network.